Okay, man, let's we should, we could start the show already because oh, oh, really? I've been recording. Okay, all right. Do we do we have enough banter? <sighs> I mean, we, it'll work itself. Have we bantered enough? I think people, you know, sometimes they can go without it. Should I keep talking about Simpsons? No. Okay. Well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't be real. I saw that the other day, like the episode. Oh my god, the the Homer Palooza. Yeah, that is one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons. Now I've that seen, scene is one of my favorite scenes. Okay, I've seen. I got to see it again. Okay, but I have seen what I was assuming was a screen cap, and it's a it's the it's the Simpson be real uh-huh. send dog, uh-huh. and I think it's Bobo. Right. Um, I have to and tell then you. there's two like people claim that it's Sick Jack in. Like there's like a ball headed huh. like now I gotta look that up cholo looking dude. They could have just like designed uh, also because it's it's cartoon. Yeah, they could maybe. have uh, designed like okay, make fourth cholo. Fourth cholo, but <laughs> that scene though, that scene is one of the most glorious scenes in any Simpsons episode ever. Is a uh, Homer is on tour with Lollapalooza. There's yeah. all these bands and stuff, right? Dinosaur like, Junior. Right? At one point, he's <laughs> like comes up, hi, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> he's like, hi, Homer Simpson, smiling politely. <laughs> and so there's a scene where like one of the roadies walks into like the green room and says like, all right, guys, who ordered the London Symphony Orchestra? There's like silence. Oh yeah, yeah. Guys, who or somebody here ordered the London Symphony Orchestra? Possibly while high, Cypress Hill, <laughs> I'm looking in your direction. <laughs> and then Be Real's like, oh, oh shit. He like goes over to Sindog and they start whispering to each other. And then they stop and they turn around and they say, like, can you play? And I forget which song they say. And then, like, the lead of the London Symphony Orchestra says, like, well, I'm sure we can give it our best efforts. <laughs> and then they start playing the London Symphony insane Orchestra. Insane in the Membrane. I don't it? think it was insane. No, it was, it was another song. I do know it wasn't Insane in the Membrane. Oh, okay. But that's one of my favorite scenes of any Simpsons ever. Let's start the show. Don't flush the toilet. You are now Another highly animated episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We are your hosts, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C. Ray, even though we're just going to call him Chris. Hey, yo. I said we'll just stumble right there. <laughs> we're just gonna I'm just going to point out every time you stumble from here on out. I like that. Because you use notes. And the old Arash that I knew that came from the streets, <laughs> he never used notes. I've been using notes for like three years. No, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the gritty Arash. I know. You know, it was, I think it was more just hungover and lazy Arash. I don't know, but that Arash had like some <laughs> pizzazz. Yeah, some pizzazz. Jazz hands. Mm-hmm. Some We're spice. of course <laughs> space, spice, spice. Yeah, that was my favorite porno channel when I was a kid. Spice. We're of course brought to you by wow. Platform Collection. Make sure you ever go to platformcollection.com, not for your porn needs, but for your independent hip hop needs, where there's all kinds of music videos and essays and music reviews, and that was pretty good, wasn't it? Good transition. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll check in later on. Yeah. Because I mostly want to look no, no, for No, no, it was good, though. It, it was, was good, good though. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I look for any excuse to bring up the idea of me masturbating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you blaze your own path. <laughs> yeah. Blazing something. Yeah. Uh, while you're there, make sure you check out our sibling podcasts. There's Culture Sessions, hosted by Melathion Archive, produced by Spark Beats. Spark Beats. The long-running and amazing 2 Max Hologram podcast. Nothing? Nothing? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it okay. seemed like an, ar- an abrupt. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> our rhythm is off. Yeah, it is. Let's go. Bring okay. it. Put it. Come on. Let's go. Proof of Life Radio. Yes. Hosted by Kali. Also. Mm, yeah, see? Yeah, that was good. Okay. And also Status Escalate. Hosted by Kali. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Two shows, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, Life on the Road with 60 East. Yeah. Really, though? Really, though? With Cookbook of L.A. and Symphony. Uh-huh. Uh, L.A. and Symphony? L.A. Symphony. <laughs> yeah. I might need some water. The orchestrated orchestrated with uh, Noah James and Lisa J. Yes, killing it. Absolutely. The Ghetto Blaster podcast hosted by Ricochet. Yes. And, of course, you guys have to check out... Two Mix Hologram Radio. Radio, radio. Powered by Platform Collection? Is yes. that the wording? Yes, sir, it is. Kind of like my no, that's Honda. That's the was, way it is. Yeah. It's not even the wording. My 96 Honda Accord was powered by VTEC. Yeah. Which was like super <laughs> rad at that time. I had a VTEC. I had stickers on the back of my car that said mm. powered by Persian. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but you were in the racing thing for a minute, right? You, you yeah. dipped in and out really quick. Yeah, very quickly. You never got, you were only furious, not fast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had clear taillights. Yeah. That's Ooh, about it. very nice. <laughs> it was basically like an excuse to get pulled over and then the cops be like, yeah, you've got nothing on your car. Yeah. <laughs> but clear taillights. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, Two Mix Hologram uh, Radio, of course, is running 24 hours a day. There's all kinds of amazing music being played there. Um, the Up, see, mm-hmm. I said it right, mm-hmm. is a Kill C-Ray's show, for example, Yeah. that suspiciously comes on on Fridays, mm-hmm. but it's not called the Friday Up, it's just no. called The Up. Right. Okay. And uh, it's like, for example, it's music to get up to, to get hype to, that is also indie. It's not on the radio. Yeah, I like to call it... Uh an alternative to fast food. I like it's very that. organic. Is it like Chipotle? It's like Chipotle. You know how like you could get excited to eat a cheeseburger? You're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. But then but, I don't want to feel what feel I feel good after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes you just get like a really dope fruit ball that's fresh right, and right. it's like summer. Is it like uh, And you could get hyped about that. What's what's the organic burger chain? Uh, burger Lounge. Burger Lounge? Yeah. So I don't the, know, uh, man, they don't pay our bills. It's like it's like how you make hamburgers. I, I don't. Just, you don't. No, you do not want. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to give you some sorely mistaken. cooking props. Anyways, it's a no, good show. We like Underground people. music for you to turn up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you check that out. Uh, so that is on Friday's Instagram radio. Yes. That's on Fridays. Seven thirty. That's uh, yes. Yep. There's all kinds of shows on there, uh, um, choreographed and hosted and curated by many of the names that you are probably familiar with mm-hmm. because you listen to this show uh, to Mix Hologram Radio that's over at platformcollection.com as well of course make sure to follow Platform Collection on Instagram that is at Platform Collection one word all spelled out all spelled out and on Twitter all at- spelled out yo yeah that was like the LA way <laughs> way all out all spelled out way <laughs> oh yeah way right. yeah uh, and on Twitter at Platform Collect but no shun. No shun. Mm. No shun. Uh, shout out to Tor Project, open source privacy platform that is doing something for us that I can't tell you about. Yeah. The, learn more about Tor Project over at torproject.org. They're being our friends. By the way, Tor Project, we got Nobody hacked. talks to us. What? We got hacked. Platform Collection, uh, one post got hacked. Was it Russia? No, it was the Ukraine. Oh, it said the Ukraine. Fuckers. And then it said something about death to ISIS. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we kind of. But agree I mean, with we're that, not. So. I know that's what I'm saying. They hacked. We would have just. They could have just sent us a banner. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like if somebody was to hack my Facebook and share with the world that I have a big dick. I don't know. One of our hacker friends helped us out here. Yeah. 
you don't want us to get hacked like that. Then you can't listen to this thing. What good is Tour Project if we can't reach out to them for this? <laughs> okay. All right. Are you throwing a you're throwing a challenge out to, to Tour Project? Now we got beef. Yeah, you're challenging them. Oh, I don't know. If Do some help. Hackers. That's going to be really bad. No, you're just asking them. Yo, I'm help out. Lose this battle very quickly. Help out. <laughs> All right, Tour Project, help us out. Yeah. We calling out to you. And of course, a uh, plug. But it's not shameless. Burner Podcast, that's hosted by yours truly. It is on BurnerPodcast.com. Uh-huh. Part of the Burner Podcast family, the longest-running audio show covering the Burning Man community and culture. That is at BurnerPodcast.com. Chris. Yes. Tell them about Stitcher and iTunes and all that crap. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Spreaker. Spreaker. Head on over to PlatformCollection.com where you'll find everything you need from all the things that Arash is talking about. We got videos. We got uh, a bunch of podcasts. Look, it's it's popping. It's popping at Popcorn Collection. Let's just be honest. Go over there, handle it. We got a guest on the show today. Word. His name is. Well, I'll let him introduce himself. What's up, guys? Even though I'm looking at your name everywhere (laughs) in this room. Doesn't have weird mids. I don't think your mids are weird. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. (laughs) 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 It's Jay Rolls. Mike told me it's a different life, living in isolation A greater potential method of gaining appreciation Let inspiration bleed through my letters And my phone calls, I've been trying to tell my baby mama Should have leave, but I let her Now she don't call, I've been thinking everybody seems so shady And that's a clue to my lady, I pray to God I know this by the sin, I hope you can send me Never needed their apology, or their empathy But as of now, I've been living off your energy But as of now, I've been looking for the remedy I'm looking down, cause the homies don't remember me I lost too much, lost my touch, till all life sucks Can't remember city level while I'm all tied up And my consequences just doing what I had to do, I face consequences Things change since I've been here, I face consequences They reconstruct the whole city, now I face consequences Well let me tell you when you get up, many things evolve No more fighting everybody, tell our problems are solved Big brother change the face of what I peer view look like They added more and more, so it still don't look right Demolition is why me, there's a reason to count Know them big white screens where they took them all out Where from here, make you slick on the This is J-Roll's uh, producer um, What other what other things can we tack on to your name? for So people can understand uh, uh, Engineer at this point engineer? as well, yeah For, yeah. Uh, for a team And then uh, also... I've been more developing, like trying to do more sound design and stuff. So oh, sound gotcha. designer as well. All right. sound, can you elaborate? I don't know what sound design is. So basically, creating. Um, creating Pull the mic up a, a little bit. Yeah, sound creating designer. Off of a, uh, we want to hear basically. more. <laughs> See, I don't record. That's the one thing you don't you don't put on my uh, on my resume. But uh, basically, creating. Uh, so if we have to record voices, don't go to J rolls. <laughs> no, no, I can record okay. people. Um, oh, hold so. up! Hold up! Wait a minute! Hold up! It's so that the lighter, and the yeah, it's that lighter yeah. that Rev has. So yeah. this is a yeah, she got them from Mad Strange, right? Uh, no, actually, that's from Walmart. What? This is from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, somebody sold Reverie this exact same lighter. Yeah, and they said it was like a custom made type thing. Okay, that's two bucks. 
Nice. Well, you know what? This is the nicest. It's a lighter case. It kind of looks like Italy. <laughs> it looks like a boot. It looks like a boot. But you can open. A it's obviously with for it. weed smoking. Yeah. It's obvious. It, it has a no. It's not. It's to clear your pipe. Yeah. Oh, you can't open a. So you a can bottle clear your pipe. That? No. <laughs> no, the bottom of it. The bottom of the boot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bottle opener. It's yeah. a bottle. Opener. It's basically a drug user's. Yeah, these are all the things you got that you'll this at Walmart. Tobacco smoking. It shows it on the picture when you <laughs> buy it. So, <laughs> all right, stay, stick with that. Yeah. That's Thanks dope. So Anyways, go ahead. All right, sound design. Sound design. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, just creating, uh, creating sounds at this point. Trying to to create and off of like a, a single tone, um, using like oscillators and stuff, uh, and creating sounds, plucks, and and chords and different things from the same same tone. It's kind of uh, interesting. Uh, what what sort of like customers would you have for sound design? Like uh, where, where would a sound like that end up? At, at this point, the only customer is myself. Like I, I'm I'm the one who's who has the uh, the want to do it right now. Um, nobody's really come forward to me and, and asked for me to do any kind of like sound design because really I just apply it to production right. uh, and making making instrumentals and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I guess I guess you could you could uh, potentially utilize it in you know. Uh, um, filmmaking and, and, and realistically anything um the fully is kind of uh i believe it's the fully uh the fully effect which is like uh where people get paid to create um create sounds but right you know that's another version for uh, film but this sound, sound design is really creating something almost out of nothing mm. uh, which is cool because a lot of what production now is is really sampling and and you already have presets and stuff where you yeah. can just dig into things so at this point i'm trying to get beyond that and and create uh, from from the ground up, from new sounds. Yeah. Something out of my left. A lot of disruption. You hear that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Are you hearing anything? Right, it's just me. I hear like a faint feedback from from yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when you move the mic away, like. Oh, maybe not. I've never heard that before. Yeah. It might be something in this room. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. The There's a lot of technology in here because like we, the energy. We are we well, we are sitting in uh, in Gerald's studio right now. Um, it's like a spaceship. Yeah. I love the. <laughs> coloring in here mm-hmm. so you have like a can we geek out here for just a second so you have like dual monitors you're working on a looks like a pc yeah yeah just yeah. a pc uh an hp so just a pc it's it's modified obviously uh more than what it looks like yeah but it's just a shell is an hp i guess the outside. what's in it what, what's like the uh, i got the a, guts in it i have a uh, solid state in it uh, i also have a, a secondary hard drive uh, and then i have like 24 gigs of of uh, RAM. Wow. Um, so you could launch a missile. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I've noticed from from over the, the, the times of upgrading my computers is that RAM has really become a, a big part in producing. Uh, at least, at least for your computer to run and be right. able to take on like big uh, big projects. And then the same thing with your, your drive. Your Wait, drive. it wasn't a big part before. Uh, no, no, I just didn't think of it as being as big of a part as what it was to keep my computer from crashing. Oh, um, got you, guys. That was that was the the beginning struggles. You yeah, know, uh, for the first few years of doing this. Was, so wait, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. back up. Um, what what was the thing that led you to music production? Have you always been playing music your whole life? Yeah, yeah. I grew up in a family, uh, a bunch of musicians. So my mom uh-huh. was a singer. My dad plays guitar and plays piano. My brother plays guitar. Okay. Um, and I had played the drums or had started playing the drums at the time. Uh, and then I took a break for a long time. And that was like what age? Uh, I started playing when I was probably, I think, 
I think it was like nine, eight or nine. Was it by by choice or by suggestion? Yeah, by suggestion from yeah. my parents. My family was very artistic already, and they, yeah. they they knew that my side of my brain was very math driven, so it was more analytical. Yeah, and they wanted me to take on more of something that was artistic and could allow my brain to. Wait, grow so they thing. they you've had conversations with them that that that's how like they thought it out? Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. they they wanted our like me and my brother to be well rounded in, yeah. in anything. Um, so that way, when we were out of high school we had an opportunity to potentially take that somewhere else yeah so we had a bunch of lanes that we could potentially go into what, what kind of um that upbringing at you know at the surface a lot of people would be envious of that like wow i you know my parents I am encouraged that me. right now yeah but but i've noticed a trend of people who because we've talked to a few people who've had kind of like an encouraging upbringing parents are kind of on board at least with them choosing a path that they feel comfortable in um but what what kind of kid did you feel like that made you? Like, how did that help your socializing? And it made me very comfortable yeah. to know that my family accepted like anything I did, and, and also encouraged me to do other things outside of of what I what was the norm potentially. Yeah, um, I felt accepting, I, and I, I'm I'm very fortunate to have that kind of an upbringing. Yeah. Bring, um, because I know a lot of my friends didn't have that opportunity. You know, almost all my friends, their parents were divorced. Or did you, know, you notice a difference in the way you and your friends would approach problems? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I more civilized myself. Uh, my, my, I guess my reaction. Although I did have my problems too. Like mm. uh, I had, a, I threw a lot of temper tantrums when I was younger. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of that was just to rebel against. Maybe how good things potentially were for me. Sure, right, sure. Right. The Matrix was too perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something had to be wrong. You yeah. know, what I mean? something had to be off. Can, can uh, and I, I was that. Can we paint a picture of like sort of what your parents were like? So you said your mom was a singer. Um, yeah, she was a professional singer. No, or? no, no, no. That was more like a hobby. She loved singing. Um, and my mother, for the longest time, actually was a banker um, for for Bank of America. Uh -huh. um, so she's always just been very artistic in in any. She was a painter, uh, singer, and. And her brain, I think, operated as well uh, in both sides of, of the spectrum. So she was very analytical. She was great where with did, numbers. Where did that come from? My mother. For my mother? Yeah, because now we're talking another generation back. And were her parents like really? No, because no, my I don't I don't even really know my grandfather on my mother's side. Yeah, um, he passed away a long time ago, and he really didn't. Um, he didn't want to necessarily uh, um, spend a lot of time with our family at the time. So yeah. Uh, so I think hers was just self-driven. Just she wow. Just, she just really motivated herself, not having, uh, not having, I guess what I had. Uh, so she wanted to give me everything. So yeah. They they they. She motivated herself to, to just learn and, and just, I guess, love life in a way, and, and that led her down the artistic path of thing as well as she was just. She's a very intelligent woman. Uh, wow. That's there's a great story there somewhere because, for someone to get both sides of their brain working like that at such a high level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then your, your dad, she's said, a banker and, and she likes to yeah. sing. Yeah. Like, huh. It's a good flow. And, and your dad, you said, my dad is an engineer and then he's also artistic as well. Uh, art as far as drawing and, and he's a great drawer and he's also, um, a, a great pianist and, uh, uh, really good at guitar too. He hasn't played the guitar in a while. Um, but he plays the piano. He can, you can definitely sit down at any point and just start playing. Which yeah, kind of cool. And I grew up with that too, so that was a nice. Were balance. they generally um, 
happy people? Did you feel like they were happy people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My parents did a really good job at not exposing my brother and myself to um, any kind of issues. Outgoing, yeah. Any issues with between themselves or any issues that they had at work. Um, they, That's great. They really tried to protect us from, from those. Uh, knowing that society, we would obviously see that. But yeah. in our home... They wanted to make sure that it was the yeah. safe place. The safe place, yeah, exactly. Your brother, younger or older? Older. older by How five much older? Years. Five, five years. years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's he like? Uh, he is very much a leader and outgoing, and, and nowadays he is. Um, I, I, I my brother's someone who I've always kind of looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry about my dog right now. Yeah, it's not the first time on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny, too, because I was going to say that he doesn't bark that often, but <laughs> back to the story, though. Yeah, so my brother is very, uh, very much outgoing and, and comedic and an amazing artist as yeah. well. Uh, naturally ta- or, uh, self-taught. He, he just he's always been able to um, visualize things, yeah. see things and then put it to paper and, and sculpt and, oh, okay. and all these other okay. things uh, without needing any kind of professional training. So, so what's, it, what's his medium? Uh, just visual art, right? Visual art, right? Yeah. Well, actually, he's a photographer now, a videographer, so it's oh, kind wow. of carried into that. Um, right. He shoots a lot of weddings and, and uh, stuff like that. So it's interesting. I, so I'm, a, I'm a photographer and filmmaker, and um, I've recently started to like get into DJing. And uh-huh. I was wondering, like, I was hanging out with a friend recently, and she was like, "That seems to be a common pattern. People like move from photography to DJing." And she's like, "She's noticed mm-hmm. that a bunch of times." I'm like, "That's interesting. I wonder why that is." And when I was talking to this other producer, he's saying it's because we're interested in waves. You're basically moving from like light waves to sound waves, but it's still waves. Huh. Well, that's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. I wonder if there's some truth to that, but it's interesting that your brother is like in, in that field and you're in sound waves. It's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> um, but you guys are also, the family in general seems to be very like mathematically minded and engineeringly minded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is always about a system, you know, kind of, yeah. um, checklists and, 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 and planning and, and. That was the one thing growing up that there was always a plan. You know, we always had something to do at a certain time. And my father was in the military as well, so that was a kind of like oh, a yeah. regiment. Yeah, exactly. So um, was he strict? Uh, to a point. You know, I, I'm, <clears throat> me and my father have an amazing relationship. So uh, if I couldn't get anything from my mom, I would always go to my dad. So, yeah, because my dad would always give in for me. Uh, yeah, uh, it's usually the other way around. <laughs> yeah, my my dad my dad has he's a, he's a big guy and he's uh, from exterior maybe kind of uh, intimidating because uh. he's six foot you know just big and and, and bill but he uh yeah he i'm uh, sorry i lost track for a second <laughs> i kind of i kind of zoned out for a second i go on these like sporadic you know yeah. your like, dad yeah. he was uh big man big, big man intimidating. intimidating but also was the one that caved in yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah i could always go to my father for for pretty much like anything um and, and he always gave me, you know, the shirt off his back. It, you know, yeah. Again, my father was someone who always wanted to give uh, us something that he wasn't able to maybe get. But he grew up as well. My grandparents were amazing people on my okay. father's side. So at the time, say your family suggests, you know, the drumming, you start taking up drumming. Are are you in a place where you're already listening to your own music, or are you just kind of being influenced by what's being played in the house? Like, where are you at? Uh, the main reason why is because uh, Lenny Kravitz had mm-hmm. come out about the time when I was when I was that young. Um, Wait, Lenny Kravitz came out? <laughs> not oh, came yeah. out of the closet, but ventured uh, <laughs> into his art. Uh, Lenny Kravitz has his no music sense. career. <laughs> God, I don't speak about him like that. I still have the CD too, uh, the first CD from him. Um, 
And it really like the drumming on it was was easy enough for me to understand. Yeah. And it made me want to venture into that. Why that though? Why why did you pick the drums? I think I had a lot of aggression as a child. Mm. Like I don't know why, but I just wanted to to. It, it was a really good release. I could just bang on on the drums yeah. and 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 it, it allowed me to kind of release all the tension that I had and aggression that I had towards anybody for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't really know still because like I said, I had. Such a good upbringing. Yeah, I think um, that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier. And um, it does kind of play itself out through the story. Like Mm. people who do grow up in situations like that, because what people will say is they'll look at his situation and go, oh, he had it easy. And the reality is that that environment also fosters a lack of dealing with the normal lows that anybody could hit for any reason. You could have a chemical imbalance. You could do whatever. It doesn't matter what environment you're in. Occasionally, you're going to have lows. And um, maybe that was the way – that was your only release. You know, uh, I can't imagine – because nobody goes through their entire lives with no lows. Right, right, right. It just doesn't happen. It may not be as visible right. as it is with other people who who maybe have consistent lows and they're always showing them to you. Um, well, someone hey, me, without will have ask, to look other places. Let me ask you this. Uh because you alluded multiple times to like the problems that your parents had, they just like were really good about not like laying it out for you guys. Yeah, but there were there were some problems there. Yeah, I mean, occasional yeah. occasional issues um, would would you know arise, yeah. but you know, obviously, I don't want to you know we don't want to publicly dissect all of your your family, that, but just like it's interesting, the, the thought that I had is um, that you were saying that they they made it a point to like not lay it on you guys, which is what good people do, by the way. Like that's right. like that's a kind thing to do. It's a compassionate thing to do with your parents. My parents were the opposite. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I saw the whole train wreck. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was reading uh, recently about how they found that, like, uh, um, what they find to be an ideal scenario is when the problems are openly communicated and then you deal with them in a healthy manner so mm-hmm. that people can see, so the kids can see, oh, this is how you deal with the problem. Right. So Too I much would, sheltering produces issues as well. Right. Yeah. Well, like, where I yeah. think that's where that aggression for mm-hmm. you might have come from, which is like and some part of you was like, why aren't you fucking telling me what's going on? <laughs> I'm going to bang on these drums all day, you know, which is yeah. fine. I mean, we're all, every single one of us is a product of the traumas of our childhood, which makes us the special, awesome people that we are. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm pretty much a firm believer that the happiest person left to their own demise will find a way to get sad or mad right whether nothing whether or not anything affects them right. physically so well, um, well, i those, think it's just part of our nature totally no and, and all those the things that we go through <clears throat> contribute we are not who we are today in spite of those things we are mm-hmm. we are who we are today because of those things. absolutely so even with you like maybe uh, the the linear pattern that you were on to get you to where you are today as a producer and an artist started with you banging on a drums and you wouldn't be this person had that experience not happened with your parents and had these family upbringing and have this environment and started with the drums. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And I think that, um, where my mind goes artistically is you're going to just a little bit. I know about you, right? If I, if they just put that on paper, so far from what I can deduct from that is that this person's probably going to be able to be around what I know and what I'm familiar with is rappers mm. because one, he's also attracted to the way they are able to be so expressive. He understands. Yeah, he understands it. Yeah. He's also going to be able to be an anchor in the room because he's probably not 
uh, gonna let that emo- his EQ is high as right, well. Right. So the emotions are gonna be leveled out, which makes you a great engineer, makes a great person on the boards, yeah. which makes somebody of value within a group of people that are trying to make music for sure. Because you got all you this know? crazy in the room, and you're like, I, I, I'm not gonna let this phase me. Yeah. There's usually a lot of crazy. Yeah, the person the artist. Yeah. yeah, the person behind the boards. The best thing they can do is be like a catcher on the baseball field. You know what I mean? They're the guy who brings it all together. They're calling the shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're suggesting stuff. You know, it's a uh, taking criticism too. Yeah, you know. Thing, so that's. I mean, it would be obvious to me that you'd probably be pretty good with that. Yeah. Yeah, I can handle criticism very well now at this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I can handle uh, balancing balancing a lot of things at once. Yeah. Uh, I think, and that was a part of, a part of, a big part of my upbringing. Um, so it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been interesting though, because like, like sometimes, you know, there's certain things I want to do while working, but obviously I have to be in the mentality, okay, this isn't, you know, this is my studio. This yeah. is definitely my studio, but right now it's being used by someone else and it's not necessarily in my use. So I need to think like them and, and, and allow them to make suggestions and allow them to do what they're doing because it gets them to that paint pl- place maybe artistically. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is, is that bad vibe when you're when you're working with someone. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that tension or that, that weirdness. So do you, do you um, well, let's go back to sort of like uh, where you kind of got started in all this. So you started out with drums mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, what came next? At what point did the, the actual production stuff start to get introduced? Uh, so when drums and then partying right after <laughs> I played the drums for like seven years. Um, and I moved. You were in uh, bands? Uh, yeah, I was in marching. Oh, I had kind of started doing marching band and... and uh, Nerd! Uh, yeah, and, but and that's what my friends were saying at yeah. the time. So that caused me not to be in marching band then quickly uh, after. So I was in it for a short period of time and... and you caved. Caved in, yeah. And, and And I think that's a part of like... Because I'm the second child, I'm the youngest. Uh, um, I grew up always admiring people and wanting right. to, to, to fit in and wanting to fit in with my brother and wanting him to accept me. So it was kind of the same thing uh, in school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so marching band did that. Uh, stopped after a while and started hanging out, trying to be more social. Um, what is what does that mean? Uh, I, I, I was always a weird time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every day. <laughs> uh, well, I, I was always um, kind of like the, the the weird kid in school. Um, yeah. So I I used to live back east in Pennsylvania actually, yeah. and uh, wait, I you got, were always. Yeah, yeah. Well, from I, a young, young, from age? a young age. Yeah, I got picked on uh, quite a bit, and I was always the new kid at the school because uh, yeah, yeah. I moved around quite a bit. My father, uh, um, military brat. Yeah, yeah. Well, outside of the military too, my dad uh, kind of exchanged jobs a lot and kind of built uh, built up his his um, his resume. Yeah, and kind of con- constantly moved. He he almost did like contract work where he built he he rebuilt built companies. But yeah, it's getting off track, off topic, but. So, yeah, I kind of got picked on a lot in school. Um, and when I was 17, we moved back to California. I, I had made a conscious decision in my head that, you know what, I'm done with this. I, I just want to fit in. I want to have friends. So that was really, like, I didn't care anymore. Like, I wanted to rebel even more so. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, if, and if, it, if it took, you know, doing illegal things or, or, you know, doing things that put me in bad situations, I didn't care anymore because I just wanted to have friends. And that's so sad. And this know, is that, what, what age? That was at 17. So. Okay, so okay, so let's go back to like 14, 15. Okay. Right? Really important time in, you know, a young man's life. Um, you cuz you defined yourself as the weird kid. So I'm assuming you had heard that. Um, what was 
if you could look at yourself, if you could be one of these people who was obviously judging you um, way too early, uh, why why were you the weird kid? What was it that made you the weird kid? Because I wasn't always like fitting in with, with any one group. I fit in with mm-hmm. everybody. I tried to. But then at the same time, people didn't necessarily like that, I feel like. Um, when they saw me hanging out with other groups, then I right. instantly was ostracized from them kind of a thing. So I was on – like I was play, I play, played sports growing up. Lack of committal. Yeah, yeah. I, play, I played uh, baseball my whole life growing up. And, uh-huh. and you know, instant when those guys found out I did like sports – or I did music, uh, you know, for marching band and stuff like that, it, it was the exact, the exact like, oh, no, make fun of him now because yeah, yeah. he's doing this other thing. But you I was amazing baseball. Were you playing sports though? Yeah, and I was on their team and that was the fucked up part. Like yeah, on no. the field – bizarre well i was recognized and i was i was you know i had i was given my stripes kind of a thing on the field yeah. so i was so good but off the field it was a completely different uh That's different so ball game weird. Yeah. You know, cliche to say that but yeah, yeah. it was completely different well i'm sure at some point and this probably goes back to the being picked on and being bullied at some point the bullies will realize like if you don't slap the bully hmm. the bully will just know I could just do whatever. Like yeah, yeah. at some point, they knew like, well, he's not going to stop playing good. Yeah. Like he's playing good, good because because he's good. He's got some other reason to play good, which he did. You were just trying to play good. Yeah. Yeah. You were trying to excel, and they probably saw that as like, well, as, we don't even have to treat him nice. Yeah. Like he's going to play good no matter what. Which probably some of them it probably angered some of them. You know what I mean? Because. Why isn't this breaking his playing? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, well, they needed you to not play good. Yeah. Because yeah. then that would validate themselves. Yeah. No, you've stepped out of what I say is the thing that everybody's supposed to be doing. And this is making me questioning myself. Man. So, okay, are you – at that time, are you angry? Like, do you feel angry? Yeah, I think inside I felt – as I felt alone, even though I had such a strong family mm-hmm. and a strong, a strong home. Sure. Um, I felt alone because – you know, sometimes you need that external friendship yeah. uh, to, to, to vent to. And well, you I weren't being that. allowed to carve out your own life. You were a part of, like, there's a very important time when you step away from the family and you're no longer a part of just the family unit yeah, that yeah. defines you. You find your tribe. Yeah, you have to find your tribe, and they weren't allowing that to happen. Yeah, so I was walking solo for a yeah, long time. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Okay, 17. Um... You're at the end of high school, I assume. Correct. Yeah, senior year, I moved back to California. Are you are you itching to get high school over with? Are you like I'm done with this? Like I want to get out of here. Are you excited for the next chapter? Or are you like scared shitless? I think I was uh, I was scared because it was another school, another new school. Yeah. And um, especially my senior year, going in there, you know, making friends is hard enough. You didn't you know, see any in your freshman year, like but. teen movies growing up. You know, you reinvent yourself. <laughs> yeah, you pay the hot I did chicks. though, and that's the that's <laughs> yeah. what happened. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I said. I you know I I recognized what I needed what I needed to do to have friends. Yeah, and and so I put that into effect as soon as I moved out back out. I got. I, I linked up with my brother. My brother took me, went, to me, went clothes shopping. Yeah. It completely changed my wardrobe yeah. and how I was dressing. And and because my brother has always been hip and early yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like into like staying current with yeah. things and. So he, he, he got me looking fresh. I was, so I was did you good. tell him? Like, was there a conversation yeah. that had happened? Like, dude, I need you. I want, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he, he took me out. I was like, I, it wasn't necessarily I told him everything, yeah. but I told him, hey, like, 
I, I want to look good. I want to. I want to. I want to feel yeah, like sure really he cool. Got it, right? Yeah, he like, probably knew he's that. Been knowing what's happened. Yeah, senior right? year, yeah. he wants to just you know mm-hmm. been walking around like God. My little brother's such a freaking nerd. <laughs> 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 oh, thank God he came and asked me for help. Oh God, <laughs> is that so you messy. locked in your locker again? <laughs> yeah, you threw me in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he uh, he hooked me up. He he gave me some some knowledge and yeah. uh, kicked me some knowledge on on fashion at a young age and. Back then, it was dicky pants and yeah. you know what I mean, and skate shirts and and Osiris shoes and you know. Oh wow, okay. So, so that took you into a, to a direction now, right? Because now yeah. the people that are acknowledging you, they're a group as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so. you felt this is where I fit in. Yeah, yeah. At the time, I think I just felt like I fit in because people were accepting me. Finally. Yeah, you, know, you were just. I'll starting, take what I could get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything and, and it, whether accepting was because of what I was wearing, yeah. I didn't care. I, I was excited. You know, I, I finally have people I can hang out with now yeah. outside of outside of school. So. Wait, so in retrospect, though, right? You look back at that time and the people around you at that time. I mean, you know, you're an adult now. You know, you're obviously in a place where you're very honest about the way you see things happening, and it's, it's all reasonable. Do you look back and go like, ah, they didn't like me, or did you? Do you look back now and go like, oh, I should have been doing this from the. I was just being myself, and they liked that. Did they ever really get to know you? Yeah, because I, I, the clothes were just the exterior. Mm-hmm. I still acted the same. Like, that yeah, was the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really, like, once I became comfortable with them, I acted myself. And yeah. that was the cool thing. Uh, yeah, some, because I was and already. now he was mysterious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So I could reinvent that myself. Well, I, I would imagine with any social circle, you can be, like, one step out and one, but you have to have something familiar yeah. about you. So either you're going to act kind of like the way that they're familiar with, or you're going to dress the way they're you familiar with. You just need something to break. Both. Yeah. You just need one single to break. Yeah. Move <laughs> <laughs> forward. So this, this is, so you found yourself socializing. You're finally like feeling more comfortable having friends. When do you get back into music? Uh, so I, 
not until after like my party years. Yeah, yeah. Talk like, about this yeah. because you you threw it out there as if it was a big detour. It was. It was a it was a huge detour in my life. Okay, uh, and I want people to know this who might not know because the voice they're hearing, he. I mean, what, are you sleeved up on both sides or just, uh, just the sleeve? But my chest is and stomach is done. So he's he's tattooed up. Yeah. Um, and you were talking about. Um, like the the job you do, your side hustle to pay the work yeah. is a skilled position. Yeah, um, you're obviously a very intelligent dude. Is there um, it, something had to have happened during a certain point in your life where the rebel got turned all the way up, right? Yeah. Was that these party years? Yeah, yeah. That was that was. I, I went. I I did a lot of bad things between the ages of like seventeen to twenty. Two twenty-three. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, Do you remember the point of when you were like, "I'm I'm all in." Like fuck this? it. Yeah. The, the gaff. Like I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. It really. Was, it was. It was pretty much. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I remember the exact point. It was when it was when I moved back. Uh-huh. It was my mind was just done. I was done with with dealing with bullying, and, and it yeah. really had taken a toll. Because I was back when when social media wasn't around, you know, and, and, yeah. and we didn't have phones, cell phones. Nobody had a cell phone in my school, right, right, like, right. you know. So so bullying wasn't as exposed as it is now, you know, as, as what a lot yeah. of people think it is, is, is. And and it's true. Like bullying played such a such a detrimental role in in my upbringing and who I am, and uh, created kind of who I am now because I'm so much stronger mm. than what I was before. Right. Um, it really, you know, those 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 downfalls really built me to be what I am. Wait, what what was a um, what was your low point? My low point? Yeah. Uh, I think it was when I when I went to jail. Yeah. Uh, when I was nineteen. For what? Uh, grand, grand theft. Yeah, car. Yeah. Uh, uh, like fifty thousand dollar motor. In it. So for a sand rail. A a what, what? For a what? It was a motor for a sand rail. Uh, a sand rail is like a dune buggy to an uh, extreme, but they, was, they, it was like a it was a V8 that was souped up and it was all chromed out. And the guy had left for the weekend, left it on his porch, and so we cased it and pretty much tried to take it. Yeah, wow. got caught. That and, is uh, quite a feat to try on your first grand yeah, theft. That was it. Let's yeah. steal a motor. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because we had the chassis. That was the thing. So yeah. we had the chassis and we saw the perfect opportunity to do something, but it wasn't so perfect, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. in that time, we thought it was perfect. You okay, know? so, I mean, I'm thinking there's a big leap from, from um, I'm just the nice kid that wants to get liked yeah. to I'm ready to rob somebody. What the fuck happened <laughs> between that period? Like, where what, was it drugs? Was it, I mean, what was going on? Uh, my first car was stolen from me. Uh huh. And that kind of felt that like people could just take whatever they wanted. That broke you, right? Yeah, yeah. And it really affected me mentally um, more than what I think my family knew or anything. Yeah. Because uh, I, I I worked so hard for that car and I had such a crazy system and custom interior on it. Yeah. I, I had put so much money and so much time into that. It was like my everything at the it's time. It's probably part of what defined you at the time. It did. Yeah, yeah. it did. Because everybody knew me by my car too, and yeah. that was the other thing. Um, and that was like. It was a crutch. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was all my friends were my friends. I feel like some of my friends were my friends because of the car. You yeah. Know? And I was one of the only ones who had wheels and ride, yeah. ride to, to take us to the beach and take us to, you know, go party and take us wherever we wanted to go. Yeah. Oh. So when that you got were taken a from me, I was, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that, that upbringing, I was okay with it yeah. at that time. So it caused me, uh, it caused me a lot of pain though when, when, it, when I lost it. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It was like a, a relationship, you know. And when I lost it, it was sure. like I lost everything, and and uh, you felt like people it, didn't really um, feel sympathetic or empathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no one. I felt like understood, like yeah, yeah, yeah. How much, how how, how much that does affect you? Yeah, uh, and how could they? Yeah, and and, yeah. and I also felt like people don't value anything. If, if someone's just willing to take my car, mm. no yeah. one values, no one values anything. Is it, so if you it. want it, you can take it. That's yeah. how that's how my mentality was yeah. then at that point. I was like, okay, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah. So that was the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you obviously met some people who were down to. <laughs> to um, feed into the behavior, right? Yeah, I had some bad influences. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. One of my friends, and, and, and I shouldn't say he was a bad influence either. I think we were bad influences together. Yeah. We fed off of each other and what we did. Was he, what, was, what was his source of um, anger or anxiety that was pushing him towards... His, his family. His, his, okay. Yeah, well, he, his parents were, were split, mm. and he had issues with his father and with his mom and yeah. stuff. So his mom... Though seemed like loving on the outside, he told me he had issues as well at home yeah. and stuff. So that drove him to be as rebelling as rebellious as he was. So, were you um, were you using anything, drugs, alcohol, uh, yeah, anything I, in excess? I, I, I popped a lot of pills when I was yeah. younger. Uh, that was the the, the fad. You know, yeah, pop a pill. This is, I guess, in like 2005. So uh -huh. like back at that point, it wasn't just like pills like Molly's or anything. This was like prescription because that's yeah, what yeah, kids yeah. got at that point was yeah. prescription pills. You know, Molly. You didn't even think about that. Stuff. What part of California were you? Uh, it was Rancho Cucamonga. Okay. Actually. So okay. Uh, I, okay. I lived in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, technically, well, I lived on like the borderline. We were in Rancho, but I had to go to Ontario High School. Rancho Cucamonga pops off, man. Yeah, it comes up a it, lot. Yeah, in podcasts. like low key. Yeah, pops prescription off. is a big thing out yeah. there because the kids are so wealthy. Many times. And, and yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. You know, before next Friday, I didn't know it was a real synergy. <laughs> yeah, you thought yeah. it was fake. Yeah, I thought it was like a made up thing just for a movie. Yeah, now when I watch that, I'm like, hey, I live there. Yeah. <laughs> Put you guys on the map. Yeah, for real. Um, okay, so parents have to come get you out of jail. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather too, and that was like my second dad. And oh wow, it was very hard on me. I mean, did they? Were there things that led up to this that they were like? Okay, we knew this was coming, or was it just complete shock? It was complete shock for them. Oh my god! I hid a lot of my partying life away from them. Yeah, and kind of like my my problems, I, I kind of tucked away from them because I yeah. didn't want them to, you know. First of all, I didn't want them to be mad at me. I didn't want them to reprimand me. Yeah. Second of all, like I thought I was a man. I was, you know, eighteen, yeah. nineteen. I thought I, would, and I don't need to tell anybody anything. This is my life. You don't tell me. I was in that, you know, I'm a man stage. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It's 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 always interesting to me how um, denial uh, rolls like really cleanly into um, like the ego telling you like, man, I got this. Yeah. Like I got it. I got it handled. It goes from denial to like I have total control yeah. of what's going on. But it really, it's just dishonesty. That's what's really, really happening is you're being, you're becoming more and more okay with the dishonesty and the fake world that you're creating mm -hmm. because you went from, I'm, I'm almost ashamed to, well, now, as long as I just don't tell everybody everything and you basically started building a wall yeah. of actions like here's all these actions I do, and if I build this wall of actions, nobody really sees what's happening here or how I got hurt, you know, about these different things. So wait, you get okay, you get out of jail. Is this um, court, I'm sure there's court stuff, and that probably lasts for a while, right? No, actually, I was very fortunate. 
Did they uh, drop the charges? Yeah. yeah. Wow. The guy decided to drop everything because he didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. So he dropped all the charges. It was an older guy. He just didn't want to, I guess, deal with the, the wow. hassle because he caught us before we could steal it. So nothing right. got technically stolen from him. So yet, was but. the lesson learned you felt at that time or not yet? No. No, because that was 19 for me. And yeah. And you got away with it. And I got away with it. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't learn from it at all because yeah. yeah. I... You know, I even it was it's so immature of me, but at the time, like I told the cop I was gonna get away and like that <laughs> that I wasn't gonna get caught for anything because I yeah. didn't do anything, kind of a thing, you know. And I was playing the role of uh, I didn't do anything, but yeah. at the same time, I was being cocky and stuff like that. And then I got away with it, and I was like, yes, what's up? That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I felt horrible because I felt like I let my parents down and I let my yeah. grandfather down and my family down and that ate me yeah because now they know you've been lying this whole exactly time. so things just started unraveling and coming yeah. out um, and they want to know about my drinking about my you know yeah my potential issues if I'm smoking weed yeah. or have drug issues or using because unfortunately my brother as well had issues with mm. that so it's the weed that made you do it yeah, you know. obviously. <laughs> I reflect now, and that's not even the case. But yeah. You know, my parents are, are the kind of people I feel like at that time, maybe they thought that. Now they're not thinking that because it's become more of a, a social thing. But sure. at that time, things were different, you know. It was so looked down upon, especially oh, yeah. in, in, in a, in a, and I'll say it, a privileged white community. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. looked down upon. So. Yeah. Because I would think, and some Child of the listeners, the some of the listeners are probably listening to this too, because, and this is something that I that's it's really important for me that people understand that the differences between everybody's struggle and that struggle does exist for everybody yeah and uh because i'm sure there's people listening to this going like what what yeah she's mad because you fucked up a perfectly good thing like why would you fuck something up um but you're also dealing with a person who on the outside looks like everything's put together but it, you were obviously broken. Yeah. I mean, for you to have such an emotional shift to the point where you got out of jail and you were like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? What what started to change the behavior? When did it start to, like, settle down for you? And what happened? Why? Uh, I started seeing just experiences over the years from partying. Mm -hmm. of, like, what was happening to my friends and, uh, like, 10 of my friends have DUIs and... Yeah. and uh, multiple DUIs at that and uh, they're knocking people up left and right yeah and, and yeah we, yeah we were just completely like all the bad young people shit you can do yeah <laughs> literally anything bad like like yeah partying wise like we could do we did you know at that time and, and it, was, it became a, a problem because I became an alcoholic and, and yeah it took that took over my life then as well and, and, and how often were you drinking every day every day yeah, yeah every day and but it was socially I couldn't drink on my own but mm -hmm. I wanted to drink socially every day right so it, it went from weekends you know it was another ticket into this world yeah, where so, you were accepted yeah weekend it went from weekends to, to weekdays you know or to like three times four times a week mm -hmm. to screw it let's just party every night like let's just start doing this and yeah my buddy had a house our buddies had a house and there was like 30 of us that would party together like we were the it group up in the high desert that yeah. everybody wanted to hang out with and stuff too so Oh it, man! And then I felt more accepted because I was in this cool group. Um, yeah. And this is a different group of friends besides the one who got me into trouble. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is another group of another group of bad you friends. Graduated up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I started transitioning though and realizing, okay, I need to grow up because of what the decisions that they were making, and I was starting to to rise. I had gotten my first job at an engineering company, mm -hmm. but then I started fucking it up because of all the partying I was doing. 
Uh, and it eventually led to me losing that job. How so? How how so were you uh, fucking it up? Well, they they allowed me because of they, they I was going to school. Uh-huh. Uh They allowed me to make my schedule as open as possible. By the way, listen. Uh, yeah, Cody's yeah. my. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did Cody's because I wasn't obviously doing school all the yeah. time. I, a majority of what I was doing was partying, and I would come in at, at you know at six o'clock when everybody had already left and worked till like three in the morning. Or two in the morning and then go party. Wow. Uh, you know, and, and, it, and it became this vicious cycle to where they finally sat down with me and just said, you know, they didn't actually, they actually, they, they just said that they were letting, cutting people go because they were in this because it's yeah. right when the crash was happening too. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, so they said they were just letting people go. So that I think they just kind of didn't want to tell me yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the reality of what, why they were letting me go. Yeah. That's, that's the primary reason, like a lot of times when people get let go, a nice way of putting it. Uh, they always like get really fixated on the actual reason that they were given, but uh, it's yeah, we've all had this experience. Most oftentimes, it's like led up to it due to a bunch of different politics and situations and things that you've been doing for a while that you may have been fucking up on. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they're like, you don't get fired for like that one time you're late. You get fired from the 27 times yeah. you're late. Yeah, over the course of the past three years. Or the supervisor's been hating you for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Now he's got something. Either way, you're not getting fired for that one thing right yeah that's okay so, so is, is music happening at all at this point or you're just no. you're still partying listening intaking a lot of music uh-huh. uh, i had become a, a very big like metal fan uh, mm. in fact part of our group uh, was in a band a pretty successful metal band at the time yeah uh, and were, were, you, you weren't drumming uh, i wasn't i wasn't that's i was weird in fact, that, that feels like that would be a thing that would get you yeah. pretty socially accepted the, you get more drugs than girls that way it, it, yeah I, <laughs> I wanted to but at the time we were living um at our house, and my drum set was already broken down. Mm. I, I didn't want to go through the hassle because I was yeah. thinking all the time I don't want to go through the hassle of putting together. Yeah, yeah. Also, I didn't want to go through the hassle of, of practicing again yeah. and trying to get back into it because I was so having so much fun. Yeah, you're like you don't, you don't even need it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, being a drummer is a pain in the ass. All the like the, all, the guitarist and the singer gets to like just lock their shit up and like go on some <laughs> yeah. drinking. Yeah, drummers always last on stage, yeah. Yeah. first one there. Uh, yeah. it sucks. But it's a horrible thing to putting that thing like together and <laughs> taking it down every time. I, and, and lugging it around and, you know, trying to find someone to help you too. Like, hey, can you can you carry this for me? <laughs> okay, wait, so you're, you... You get fired. Yeah, you yeah. luckily... Wait, so on your own, you just kind of said, okay, this is starting to get bad? Yeah. Because um, I, I guess you've all... You were always kind of just observing it, right? Like, yeah. you were... Like, I it started like more bad when you... Yeah. I felt like I was more of like a social puppet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was there for people to kind of like... To use me in a way uh, to 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 utilize my car, utilize mm-hmm. you know my I guess because I had a little bit of financial uh, uh, stability at that time yeah. because I was working a better job than my buddies right. were working at you know the grocery store. Yeah. Right. No, no disrespect to that because I was a, no. a, a cashier at a grocery store. Yeah, I mean well, across so. the board you were doing better than most. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and so you were, you were the one-eyed man in the the land of the blind. <laughs> but I wanted I, I just wanted them to accept me, so I was yeah. cool with it. You know, yeah. with what they were doing. It was even trade to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. across the board things were even. Mm-hmm. You know. 50, so 50. yeah, so. Your emotional investment wasn't so much in like the like, well, like if you backed out, you weren't going to be like, oh, my God, like I'm not you knew how to do this now. Right. Yeah. Like you knew how to because well, I moved so much. Yeah. I knew how to, to separate from people and not be offended and not be upset about it. Yeah. Like people. This is life. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, it just happens. You're not going to see your friends forever. Yeah. You know, um, you know whether it's it's, you know, health that takes you know, takes that away from you or, or just their busy schedule because that's what happens, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we've all, we've all grown to the point where it's like, 
we can't hang out. Like, like what happened yesterday with me yeah. and you, you know, yeah. I, I invited you last minute to something and obviously I knew the, the oh, likeliness yeah, 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 of that yeah, even yeah. happening. Record release. Shout yeah, out to yeah, Desi Hollow, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I already, I knew in my head the likeliness of you being able to go was probably pretty slim. Uh-huh. Uh, because that's that's how it is. Like, we all have schedules now. Yeah. So, and we all have to keep those schedules if we, <laughs> we want to keep our sanity and we want to, you know. So, w- with the group of people that you were hanging out with, uh, I mean, was there, did they miss you even when you left? Did you feel like they missed you or were they just like, yeah? Uh, there's a few that I, yeah. I have, like, I, I, we follow each other and, and yeah. occasionally we'll, like, talk, but... For the most part, no. no. I feel like they're, they're just so they're going you, along with, the same road. Yeah, I'm a clarification here. So when you got fired, you decided, all right, I'm stepping away from this group. Yeah, yeah. It was about that time. Uh, and, and it was about the same time where uh, my girlfriend and I had broken up. My ex-girlfriend and mm-hmm. I had broken up. Um, and I was really hurt about that, too. Um, You're in a dumpy place. Yeah, just because of the... the you know that's that's unfortunately how we feel after um, there's a bunch of shit happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I felt like I was losing everything at that point. And Did you always have a girlfriend? Like, uh, yeah, I've always I've always been uh, like the person who wants to be in a relationship. Yeah, uh, and and have, was kind of always trying to look for for that one. You yeah, know? Um, yeah. And I love being in a relationship because I feel comfortable. I feel like I can be myself. Yeah, some people function really well. In yeah. Well, you did have good relationship role models. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah, yes. uh, very important. That's actually a conversation me and my girlfriend uh, talk about all the time now because her parents are together as well. And, oh, wow. And we, we, we think that the reason why we're so, we work so well together is because we both had that uh, that fortunate yeah. upbringing. Yeah. reference, yeah. I keep using upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it, uh, so music, let's get into it. Where, yeah. When does the music come in? The music comes in uh, back in when I was like 23. Uh-huh. So I lived in a house in Garden Grove. Um, and it was an extension through a friend who had told me about um, Fruity Loops, FL Studio. Now. Yeah. Um, he told me to download it because he knew I drummed back in the day. And I loved hip hop music already yeah. at the time. Um, and so I downloaded it and took off. And that was realistically like that was the beginning um, of everything because as soon as I opened the program, like I felt like I needed to, to, to learn this and needed to master it. And what was cool is I was already, I used computer programs in, in yeah. my outside job as well. So, so the language was informed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so it was very, very easy, easy for immediately me. took over the excitement. Exactly. Yeah. Did it, did it like, it, did it, did the high feel like, like a party high basically? Like when you're putting together a beat? Yeah. Yeah. Especially the first time Maybe not in the beginning so much, but the first time that someone complimented me mm-hmm. on, on what I was doing, that that you initially like, made oh, such a high. Huh. Yeah, like yeah. that. That was such a, an accepting feeling. Like I was, I wanted that every time. Then so that, yeah. that made me want to keep striving for it. And I had a really good uh, uh, friend who kind of motivated me, and I felt like lied to me a lot in the beginning to get me to just because he knew that if I caught on to it, yeah, I would take off. Yeah. Um, so he motivated me and just kind of lied and said that I was better than what I was at the time, just to just to keep me progressing. I feel like <laughs> shout out to who is yeah. who was it? Who's that guy? Uh, it's fluent, actually. You fluent. know, oh, yeah. Yeah, fluent yeah. Shout out to fluent yeah. rhythm for doing he that. Knew, he knew you needed positive reinforcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. he actually was a very positive guy um, at, in, in those times. Yeah. So are you just like making beats? Like, how does that process work? Because this is the part where like you're you've got the engineering mathematical mind, right? But then there's also the artistic side, which is my experience at least has been about letting go of math and just letting the intuition take control. So how does that process work for you? Were you just like sitting down and start putting together some melodies, like playing random keys, see what happens? Um, a lot in the beginning was learning, learning the program more than anything. Um, as far as music, yeah, I, I really was just uh, sporadic, like to me just, just going at it and just trying to learn what sounds good. 
Because right. I, I watched I watched a lot of uh, a lot of tutorials and, and a lot of interviews of, of bigger pr producers, and they always just talk about um, if it sounds if, if it sounds good sonically, run with it. it the music is, is is accepting because you don't have to play exactly a chord right, right, to, right. to make something sound good. If it sounds good and, and it may not be an exact chord, it doesn't mean that it's wrong because it, it sounds good. Yeah. Why, why not just make something from it? How yeah. can you tell when it sounds good? Uh, based off of referencing so much other other yeah. music and, and just, I go off of my intuition of, of what I think sounds good to me and, yeah. and it's worked out at this point. Your own palate. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I've kind of just kind of... Uh, but you've done a lot of homework over the years without realizing you've been training for this already. And that's what I was going to say. I, I've... I've kind of developed my own palette. I've I've come up with my own color scheme, my own you know mm -hmm. my own thought processes of what 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 sounds good to me versus uh, what doesn't and, and what I vibe with. Um, yeah, because because it takes like I've been doing a lot of sampling lately, uh, and it takes like a certain sample to to catch me. And then as soon as it catches me, I just go. Yeah, and I take off, and and it, it's kind of. I get in that like Zen mode, yeah, uh, where things kind of are hazy, but I'm making stuff, right, 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 um, and it doesn't help obviously if, with the uh, the weed, <laughs> yeah, 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 with that as well. So, um, yeah, I, I get into this this very relaxed, comfortable state of mind, and I think that also pushes me to want to do it more and more because I'm it, it's that that like it's your meditation exactly, station. yeah, yeah. And it's become that, and and I didn't realize it in the beginning. And until I kind of sat back and, and, and looked at myself after a few years and was like, wow, like anytime that there's maybe something going wrong in my life, as soon as I sit down and start playing, like I wash it away from my head and then I have a clear, a clear thought of mind after. Yeah. Um, just by expressing it and, it and it comes out emotionally in my music at times. So, okay. So at the beginning, you're, you're learning the process of beat making. Are you working all just off of uh, um, the computer keyboard? Or you, do you actually have a controller? Uh, no. So I started, yeah, I started with the keyboard. Okay. Uh, just the typing keyboard, computer yeah. keyboard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because the Fruity Loops has the, the MIDI uh, MIDI translation to your keyboard. Right, right, right. Uh, who, I think for people who may remember, Curtis King notoriously famously. still uses that from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll constantly, like, I'll stumble across my keyboard sometimes uh -huh. like, on accident. And I'll hear it, like, start playing things, and I'll mess around with my, my typing keyboard <laughs> to try and see if I can come up with something yeah. that's random. But, but that's how you that's started. That's how I started, yeah, on an all-in-one uh, Lenovo. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, you can't upgrade it. You can't do anything to it. it was, yeah. When it did was, you first, okay, when did you go, I've, I've made a beat. This is a beat. This is something... That somebody could rap on or sing I on. I made this. I know it's. This is a beat. That wasn't until I like linked up, like in the past few years with like things like Desi. Uh -huh. Is really when uh, I started like, because I, I had friends like rapping over my stuff, but I was never comfortable with my sound. I wasn't never like okay with what I, what I was yeah. producing yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, until like Desi started working with me, Desi Hollow. Mm. Um, that was when my creative. I feel like because his creative energy is really high. Yeah. That it, it kind of forced me to have a really high uh, uh, creative energy as well. So it allowed me to, to really take off. And, and, and I've heard you say this before, find that flow state and, yeah. and, and, and just start producing, literally like you know, producing track after track. And, yeah. And not maybe concentrating so much on the, um, the technical end, aspect yeah, 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 of yeah, it yeah, first yeah. and just really just letting my mind and, and body just kind of work together and just. Yeah. I mean, and Desi was, I mean, I'm assuming at the time, because you said it was 
a few years back, right? Yeah, it was right right after he had just dropped uh, Soul Food. Okay, he so, just dropped Soul Food, and he's getting so he's getting attention at that time. He's starting to get attention at the very least. Uh, in the San Diego County yeah. area, people know of Desi. He's been there. What got you to starting to work with him, and how did that relationship build? Because were you like actively seeking artists out? Uh, no, at the time I just had like a small niche group from because mm-hmm. I was producing for Wake the Fuck Up. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. the other podcast. Um, <laughs> and I had moved down here. Um, and I had gotten in connections with George from the Cypher Effect mm-hmm. uh, through another friend, Thesis. Yes. Um, Shout out to Thesis. Yeah, he, he linked me up with, with George because uh, he liked my stuff. And, right. And so George reached out to me, and George sent me three videos. And one of the videos happened to be Desi's. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know, you know, a, a, about him. I, I, honestly, I didn't know too much about Oceanside Hip Hop yeah. uh, yet at that point because I was okay. such a hermit crab in here. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really venturing out. And I saw the video of Desi's, and it, it kind of just, I was like, okay, the, he's, for one, he's next door to me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Two, he's talented, yeah, super yeah. talented, and he has uh, an ability to potentially take this to something else. Yeah. So I, I, you I, could see the packaging was already coming together. Exactly. Was, yeah. I noticed at that point that it was smart of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And really humble and just a nice guy. Uh, and I knew at that time it was smart of me to link up and, and just try to f- potentially work with him and, mm-hmm. and, and, not not necessarily in a bad way, but clutch off of him. No, 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 no. I mean, that's, um, for people who don't know, that's how this is done. I'm putting gain to the city. You put a shame to the city. They know that I'm mobbing the streets. Walk like an angel's with me. Been on the 303 bus route. I give a fuck with the fuss bout. Family is all that I trust now. Pick up the pack when I touch down. Using my EBT credit. Shepard was never a fetish. Copping for all of my family, we fill up the van if it's necessary. Nobody care about lyrics. That type of shit just affect me. Content too complex for you fuckboys out here trying to tap me already. I'm getting DM with hearts now. I'm getting DM with links now. Digging the side of the beach now. Better be holding your tongue. I practice freedom of speech now. Growing up, how to be brave. I'm at the park with the fade. Gotta have heart in the OFP thousand for them to initiate your grave. Reflecting my time as a preteen, you bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens, couldn't see me in my preteens. Reflecting my time as a preteen, you bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens, couldn't see me in my preteens. Reflecting my time as a preteen, you bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens, couldn't see me in my preteens. Reflecting my time as a preteen, you bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens, couldn't see me in my preteens. Trying to get my shit amplified Cause every so American like apple pie No culture, don't know, grab a brochure Listen up, come closer Fuck talk about somebody, ain't nobody know Because they came in from the bottom from the soil I grow In the neighborhood I'm raised, so for them I flow Now I'm getting X and O's like tic-tac-toe And put a record on repeat to get a freak in the flow I'm low-key, pushing lyrics and OZs You better OD with ideas you don't need to put an OE, had a city on much hype My homies just your whip like a mama the groceries You really just a bitch and I can tell by your blood type A preteen, bone thugs, and we seen Walking on string, thin line to be seen A target, go ahead and mark us on how you see us A ramen noodles and peanut butter to tears, I tell ya Growing up, how to be brave I'm at the park with the fade Gotta have heart in the OFP thousand for them to initiate your grave Reflecting my time as a preteen, you bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens, couldn't see me in my preteens. Reflecting my time as a preteen, you bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens, 
Couldn't see me in my preteens. Reflecting my time as a preteen. You bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens. Couldn't see me in my preteens. Reflecting my time as a preteen. You bitches acting like preteens. I was a G in my preteens. Couldn't see me in my preteens. What was the plan? Like, what was that? Like, I need to, how how were you going to meet him? Uh, well, I, I just said, well, you know what? Like, I'm just going to hit him up. on see if he has a SoundCloud. Because uh-huh. that's how I hit up any artist sure, that I was sure. working with at the time. Because for artists, SoundCloud was uh, becoming a pretty cool platform yeah, for yeah, the yeah. artist. You know, not maybe so much for the listener, but <laughs> yeah, um, for the artist that was working you know, out. It's almost well. like the, the social network that you choose to contact people through sets the stage for what you're reaching them out yeah it sets for. the tone it does no, like sure. I, I could be friends with the same girl on facebook but if i see her on okcupid and i reach out that's like we're already like laying it out that i am i'm coming after you yeah well, <laughs> you know there's, like on facebook is not the same thing if I you know that's an you. actual marketing thing though right like but, they're being different on every platform it's a practice right now the girl is I mean, being there's different tons, no no you being <laughs> acting different on every yeah, platform you yeah. do um, like if you Snapchat, should be a different energy than your yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Should be a different energy. That's a normal business yeah. tactic right now. So SoundCloud is like where I'm gonna reach out to somebody if I'm looking for a beat. Like yeah, like, yeah. It's a, it's a, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah. like one yeah. of the best communities yeah. for, 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 sure. for even, free. Even, if you want to try and get something friends. for free, because yeah. 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 SoundClick is still popping. I don't know mm-hmm. if people yeah. really know it, but I mean, there's guys on there that make a lot of money off of selling their beats from from leasing their stuff. But yeah, SoundCloud is is a very good, really good platform. So that's how I had reached out to him on there. I just figured I, I i'm not really afraid to, to yeah. contact people because it's a message you know it's yeah. it's not gonna kill me if they don't respond yeah, yeah. you've it's, had words yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so i sent him a message and i didn't hear anything back um probably for like a good month or two what an asshole yeah <laughs> and I, I figured oh it's a typical like he just he's got a lot going on he doesn't you know he doesn't want to yeah. really venture out right now to, to other avenues um and he hit me back up and he's just kind of apologize he's like yo like I, I don't check this thing ever uh, like my bad like <laughs> after we just been... went off about how awesome SoundCloud is <laughs> yeah 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 um he so he, yeah he, he sent me his number and he told me to link up with him and because I told him you know I was not that far away yeah um I'm in here in Oceanside I didn't know exactly where he lived at the time but uh I ended up texting him and we linked up he, he came over and I know, I, kinda, you, I know you had to have your heat ready for him yeah yeah, yeah. I kind of <laughs> showed him uh uh because uh, I didn't I didn't I'm the kind of person that doesn't put everything online. Yeah, I don't yeah. really show everybody all the stuff I do because, like, I'm I, I guess I'm from more of an old school way of thinking of like keep keep your you know mm. your eggs in your basket. Don't don't give them out. Like keep them yeah. in your basket. Hold on to them. Especially with your trajectory, you're trying. You want to produce for people. There's it, when you put a beat out. It it definitely ruins kind of the allure. Yeah, it can. Yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. can. It can it can it can really affect it. Um, in, in a way to where like people may not want to listen to the track after with someone's vocal yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly, know? exactly. But so you had beats ready for him. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had a lot of stuff that I didn't put online, and because when he came over, he uh, at the end of the time, at the end of the day, he had mentioned to me, he's like, yeah, he's like, your stuff online isn't like all that good because he's straight up. He'll be he'll be honest with you. Yeah, your stuff online wasn't that good, but this this stuff is a lot like a lot better. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Like he didn't say amazing, but he. he he said he wanted to work at yeah. that point, so I really was uh, excited at that point because I, I had an artist potentially that I could could build with yeah. and create something. And we ended up producing like 
I, I think we made like 15 beats and we made a project called Beyond Reach and mm-hmm. uh, it's out on iTunes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I produced a majority of it and Loudon had produced one track on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, I was, it was a, it was a really good, uh, um, growing stage for both of us yeah. uh, to, for him to f- possibly have a, a, a you know a home engineer now and, and for me to have a home artist that I can directly right and catching him up. I mean you definitely caught some fire with him for sure like he was definitely starting to bubble yeah. already too yeah I mean just knowing that George had sent me a video mm-hmm. of him showed me that okay you know, he's at least cypher, on the radar yeah because the Cypher yeah. Effect I mean they're doing there's yeah. definitely mm-hmm. uh, and, and I was like okay like I definitely need to work with this. I, I watched, I watched a, a, like I said, I watched a bunch of videos, and that that's a one 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 tip for me. If you yeah. want to want to be good at what you're doing, utilize YouTube because that that'll. Yeah. I, I'm 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 a project a product of YouTube. Like YouTube University. Product. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. taught myself everything because um, I'm very into that as well. But yeah, definitely use YouTube to your uh, extent. Yeah. But I watched a video on on YouTube um, from um, I don't know if you guys know uh, Gucci Mane's producer. Um, um, why am I having a uh, brain fart. Roscoe. No, no, no. <laughs> Mr. Ross. Roscoe's my dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zaytoven. Zaytoven. Okay, Thank Zaytoven. you. Yeah. Uh, so I watched a video and he, he kind of mentioned one one lane and one aspect to take and, and, and a way to make it in this career mm-hmm. as a producer is, is to find an artist and build with that artist. Yeah, and, sure. And directly input all your work into that artist because they'll value it way more than, than any other person will. Right. Uh, um, because when you sell or lease, you know, Person's just trying to put out a quick track, obviously, because they're not right. trying to pay for the, right. the full thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they have very little interest in actually working yeah. with the producer and selling beats nowadays because yeah. because the technology you just send it to the person, but you have you lose that 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 connection, mm-hmm. you lose that energy that you have potentially making something together. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I when I watched that, I was like, okay, this is what I need to find. I need to find somebody, and and it kind of just all facilitated itself all at the same time. Where I was watching that video, and then. George had emailed me that mm-hmm. and George wanted to work with me and then I contacted Desi and now Desi had got back to me and everything was kind of just exactly what Zaytoven had said just just stick with this and just keep working mm-hmm. keep pushing keep pushing and something will come of it keep your head down and just just work with somebody and so how, how is your um your job within Mad Strange how how is it molded itself yeah so because originally like it was just supposed to be producing with with Desi and and I wasn't even a part of Mad Strange mm-hmm. in the beginning when Desi first got signed to Mad Strange. Yeah, uh, I was just kind of like the homie at that point, making beats for Desi. On, yeah, and we were gonna do a project together. Um, and then after a while, I kind of thought I was like, okay, well, I see, I see Desi, I see Daniel, mm-hmm. Daniel, who's the uh, one of the co-founder of Mad yeah. Strange with his brother. Uh, I, he's a videographer as well, and he, yeah. he does really good work. And I saw I saw how hard they worked, and I know how hard I work, and I knew I wanted to be with a group of guys who work just as hard as I did. Yeah, and we're straight up with each other, and we're real. Like if they don't like something, they don't like something, and they'll say it to your face. Yeah, because I'm the same way. If I don't like something, I'll just say it. Like because mm-hmm. we, we have to be understanding. I'm not going to be rude. To right, about right, it, right, right. I'm going to be. I'm going to criticize something right. to, so that way it could potentially, you know, be better. Yeah. So I uh, I just realized that that it would be a great fit if I kind of linked up with them and, and we worked together uh, and just created I just became a part of Mad Strange and, yeah. and, and took over and producing and became their you know house producer and stuff like that and I was I was venturing away from Wake the Flock Up at that time just yeah. because of the the uh, and the creative path that he was going in was just different than from what I wanted to do at the time Yeah, um, and I wanted to expand and, and have more of a hand in what I was doing 
um, because at that time I was just doing you know commercial songs and stuff like that for, oh, gotcha. for little stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I wanted a better hand, and Daniel and I and, and Desi had sat down and, and kind of just talked and told him, you know, let's let's work together. Let's do this. Like I want to be a part of Mad Strange because I I really appreciate like hard work. Yeah. It goes a long way. You know, yeah. hard work. And you're hard, willing to match it. Hard work does all the talk you ever need. Yeah. You know, you don't need to really talk as long as you work hard. Yeah. 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 I've had a lot of those conversations with artists that are like looking for ways to get connected in. I'm like, all your talk does not matter. I can yeah. tell you where to go and where to yeah. meet people. It does not matter. Like start doing something. Yeah. Start so, doing, build a library, start a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Like, make an EP. Nobody gives a fuck about hearing what you have to say at this point if you don't have a body of work that you can show them. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's it's all one of the biggest things I've learned throughout the years in this business is you have to bring something to the table mm. and your best results are going to be when you bring something to the table that matches what somebody else is bringing or whoever you're going to collaborate. That missing link. That's yeah, what I think of it that's, as. that's basically all it is in every relationship so far. That's been what it is. Mm. And I think that there's a certain mind state that uh, sometimes takes offense to that way yeah because they're like wait a minute i should be enough no 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 or i, or I, would, I have ideas i would say the majority of people yeah. uh take offense to that that's why mm -hmm. most people don't even start things unless they're getting a paycheck for it right for right yeah that's why this lane that uh that like you're in for example there was like most people would never even choose this lane right because yeah. you're gonna have to do a fuck that was gonna be my years. next question like for my nothing next, my next yeah. question well, not for nothing but for for not nothing not in for return. cash yeah, yeah. not it's for a different, like physical cash yeah yeah it's a different, different me, currency currency exactly. yeah. so my next question was literally gonna be why the fuck are you doing any of this like does it yeah what are you an idiot what is it <laughs> what is it about you that possibly <laughs> no, i'm kidding because well, we've we've talked about this a lot about uh about this topic on the show about um, artists liking the struggle, um, masochists. Yeah, being yeah, being masochist, masochistic, and um, you seem like you could. If you just decided tomorrow, I hate music. I don't like it. I don't think you're going to like. You probably wouldn't end up a homeless person. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're probably going to be all right. You yeah. know. Um, you may just find some other passion or something. I, I, that's probably yeah. what would happen, to be honest. Yeah. I would focus my energy because I'm an extreme, a hobby extremist yeah. you know, as well. Um, as I like to say, uh, anything I, I ever get into, I go 150% into right off the bat. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, mind you, uh, financial, financially being able to support that. Yeah. So that was the main thing with producing that kind of set pushed me pushed me from from not being able to progress as much was because it costs a lot of money yeah. getting into this stuff you know sure and, and not making anything from it it's a, it's a really it's a mind fuck yes you know it's a it's it's like okay like I'm, I'm putting all this work in and i'm literally getting nothing uh of monetary value yeah it, it really starts to, to to make you think okay should i be doing this and, but then at the end of the day it goes back to that that producing when i make a beat that feeling i get now and when I know something sounds great mm. uh, from because I've made so many tracks mm. now at this point that, you know, I just know I, if something sounds horrible right. know, or not necessarily horrible, but doesn't sound up to par sure. when I get that feeling. OK, this is going to be something special. So do you do you feel like you need it now? Yeah, yeah, I do. Feel, I feel like I need this to fill that void mm. is what I feel like I need to do mm. uh, to, to find to find that that meditation. Yeah, um, I feel like I need that. And I found it in other hobbies in the past as well. 
but this one seems like deems to be like the most um, consistent. Yeah, the most consistent, the the, the most gratifying mm-hmm. too uh, that I've ever felt from anything. So you're you're in this weird position now where you're part of a brand that is actively pushing forward. Things are all starting to fall into place, and is your mind shifting from because you've had a at least you know I like to call it a side hustle. Some people call it you know their plan B. Well, whatever you've had something paying bills for a while. Is your mind starting to examine the paths of okay? This might be if I take this path when I'm not like working and I'm using the quote signs too working. I'm not getting paid in this world forever. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not putting out product constantly, if I'm not, I'm not getting paid, but there's a challenge of it too as well. And there's a, to me, it always, it literally comes down to one thing for me all the time is whether or not you believe in your shit. That's it. I don't, anybody can throw out any other excuse. Either you believe in your shit or you don't. Um, are you starting to examine a life off the beaten path? Like, you know, a life of, of an artist. Are you ready for something like that? Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've already done that, especially over the last year. I'm, I'm in that zone. I've been, I've been an artist more so mentally so yeah. much in the past year and a half with Desi or two years with Desi. Um, he really, like, I really have taken myself there artistically. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of trippy because, before I was always trying to get to that point and in, in, in trying to have again acceptance uh, of you know everybody likes to mm-hmm. hear uh, um, when when something is going right for themselves right. everyone likes to hear that a boy you know you, you're doing great like, yeah keep that up sure and and I feed off of that especially so that kind of gave me the confidence uh, when when Desi was kind of accepting of what I was doing and when Daniel wanted me to be a part of Mad Strange, mm-hmm. it really, that in itself built up my confidence instantly. I was like, okay, these guys believe in me, so I believe in myself even more so now. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it really allowed me to, to create um, a lot faster yeah. and, and and my creative side has gone through the roof now and, and, and I'm venturing into... More fearless. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm not restricting myself either now. Like, I... I, I love listening to all genres of, of music, but so much in, in, in hip hop. Like I love listening to the, you know, not necessarily the little yachties, but mm-hmm. I love listening to, to um, like Travis Scott mm-hmm. and, and love listening to 21 Savage actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, maybe that's something ignorant of me because mm-hmm. I'm supporting a, a subgenre. If there are subgenres in hip hop that, that isn't necessarily what hip hop wants. Mm. Um, but a lot of quotes in this section. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot of quotes. <laughs> but I, I really quote off I will. <laughs> No, I mean it's definitely not I mean, fuck them what they want. Like that's yeah. honestly uh, honestly that's how I feel about it. I don't really give music is music and, yeah. and if it if it hits you in the right way, right. then then just accept it for what it is and, and just enjoy it while you're mm. on the ride with it. And that's that's what I've I've realized lately. Like yeah. I'm having more fun now making beats and and, and engineering than I ever was in, in the past more so because I'm not trying to follow someone else's like oh you should make this kind of music yeah and like now it's now it's it's all my choice it's been my choice in the past but it was more so again I was trying to trying trying to fit in more yeah. so than than now this is my then sound expressing yourself yeah, here, yeah. here here I am now yeah so and and working with Desi has kind of created that for me and working being part of Match Strange has made me be more uh, um, confident in who I am. Dude, and let's clarify, by the way, hip-hop doesn't want that. Yeah. 
some people in hip hop want some that. people who claim to speak for hip hop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But hip hop, <laughs> I truly believe that, dude. I just heard an amazing interview the other day with Run the Jewels, um, who you know people know they're elder statesmen within hip hop, but they're creating the most progressive music, arguably right now, and um, they're like, dude, I everything you said, you bump, they bump, yeah. and they're like, wow. I don't. I'm. They don't even understand. You hear Killer Mike. Killer Mike like really confused about like why he shouldn't like mm. something that he's like, dude. Uh, the song that comes on the radio by Little Yachty yeah. is and obviously if you hear it's it's a hit. Yeah. I mean, if you're just talking about constructing a song, yeah. it's like when I hear to hear a fucking Katy Perry song. I just heard the new Katy Perry song, by the way, right? Yeah. And I'm just like. Okay, so they just have this machine that pumps out excellently executed pop songs. Yeah, I feel like in, in hip hop, you know, people feel like they they need to like defend its honor, kind of a way. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. this is my theory. Like, okay, I'll, I'll bring it down to food. You know, I may love anchovies on my pizza, mm-hmm. right? What's wrong with you? You exactly. You're you a may, horrible <laughs> man. But it's majority disgusting. of people hate that. Yeah. But we don't say that in society. We don't say you know. We don't sit there and tell people. Yeah. That. We don't oh, go looking for people. Oh yeah. yeah. Anchovies. You like anchovies? That's wrong. Yeah. 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 Anchovies. Yeah. I will personally go and tell you that is fucking wrong. So, so why can't we have that and same pineapples? The, yeah. <laughs> why can't we have that same theory in in, in hip hop music? Because yeah. it is really like it's still young. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 There is an ownership um, belief in hip hop because it. Because, uh, I mean, I live hip-hop every day. I do feel like an ownership to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not greedy with it. Yeah. Um, so, but there is, I, can, I understand where the feeling comes from. And I'm not saying that's not legit. I know there's people who are like, dude, I give my all to this little part of hip-hop. Because that's what it is. And I know people hate to hear that. The 90s is a little part of hip-hop. It's the golden a era. spec. Yeah. In what hip hop will be? Yeah, 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 like that's it's so ignorant for us to think that this one level would define the rest of hip hop. That's so arrogant. Well, it's it's the it's the mistake. It's the same mistake in thinking uh, and thought process that I think I see with like the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay, people look at the internet and say like, well, it's on the internet, and it's like they describe it as if it's like a calculator, mm-hmm. and it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a toy. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, a toy right now. Right. It, well, here's the thing. It's it, the internet, like hip hop, is another layer of human consciousness. Yeah. It's just that hip hop was a layer of human consciousness that we didn't discover until more recently. So we're treating it like the internet. We're like, it was on the internet, you know? <laughs> like my internet website, which is like different than like your actual reality or something. <laughs> but that's what's all of that is going to go away. Yeah. Give it, uh, I, predict, I predict another decade. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And we, you decade. and I have both, we've laughed about this. Mm-hmm. Like, in the in the race of how long your argument's gonna that argument's gonna last mm. to say the argument of like just be open and like what you like, yeah. it's gonna lose. Yeah. Like it, it's it already it lost from the moment the thought came into to place because mm. those people are going to go away. They're not going to be able to keep up the battle of let's take it back to the old school. Like it's, it's people it's, that think that that hip hop is a brand. Yeah, it's yeah. not a brand. It's it's a it's international. An it's a living thing. Yeah, it's, it's an not ever changing living thing. It, it doesn't even stop at music. No, it's, it's another no. layer. First of all, of music reality. is one element of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is, yeah. and it's the cockiest, <laughs> most shit talking element yeah. of hip hop. Yeah, that's just the way it is, and because of that, I get. I'm not telling people they shouldn't complain. They shouldn't. I like the passion. Fuck yeah. Have those conversations all fucking day. However, if we're going to talk about something logical, 
you start to lose me because if yeah. you're like no it should only be anytime you're like it should only if you start with the hat yeah it's already over i already if know you lost your argument because you're nothing having is only going to stay a certain way forever right. nothing if you're having fun with it like you're just throwing a ball around yeah versus if you fully believe it you yeah. know, and like hardcore, no, love, like I'm going to shoot I people love, <laughs> I love the top 10 arguments that we've had. I love all that stuff. I love when my boy Khalid just goes off because he's such a hip hop head. Yeah. I love that fucking passion. Yeah. But if we're talking about, again, what's good for us as a people, what's good for music, it's progress. Advancement. Yeah. yeah that's all there is. That's all it's about. Anytime that you like bottleneck anything, it dies. Yeah. You know, it, it dies off. So absolutely. That's what the, the unfortunately, the, the older heads have to realize that you can't just only make this one type. You have right. to let people venture into to other sides of things because that's, that's what life is. Mm -hmm. Like we all, we all want to venture into different avenues. Yeah. All throughout our life. Absolutely. Yeah. So they have to it would be, be boring. Accepting. What yeah. would be the point? Yeah, but like you said, it is it is it is very uh, interesting to see the, the people who are so passionate because mm -hmm. I respect that in the same aspect. Yeah, like you love hip hop to to, to the yeah. extreme, which yeah. is great. And, and I'll bring up some concept is, is a perfect example <laughs> yeah. of that. You know, uh -huh. he, he loves hip hop to the extreme, but that golden era. Right, it's all about that golden era. But that's because he's from the golden era. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what he grew up on. And, and yeah, you don't ever hear the what people. Orash said, because uh, I know he's going to hit this point exactly. Orash said on the show, um, what did you say? They're defending a great part of their life, not mm. necessarily music. Yeah, it, They're defending like this part of their life that was really yeah. great and fun. And yeah. that was the best time because yeah. it probably it might have been. I'm going to tell you right now. Right now is the best time. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And the people who kind of think like that to me. The people that are like, right now is my best time. Tomorrow is my yeah, best time. The after, they exactly. all seem happier and they like everything. Yeah. Because well, I mean, everything's you, new. Do you love it unconditionally? What? Like in anything. Like, do you love it unconditionally? No, I don't love anything unconditionally. I love everything on condition that it's good. Well, an example I was going to say is like yeah. you're a child, for example. Uh -huh. Your child may grow to follow a path that is not what you want to follow. Yeah. It's not like. I'm so not a dad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, "Fuck that little motherfucker!" I know. Be, I'll throw I him know. out. I know. No, but yeah, I understand. But what that's you're the saying. difference. Yeah. Is that like, is your kid? You know, are you, are you going to throw your kid out of the house because your kid? Uh, some I don't people know, comes might. Out, for yeah. example, yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. There's some yeah. families. Yeah. yeah, yeah, most, a lot of families do. And like, yeah, then that's not that's not real love. Oh, and yeah. hold up, because I think what you said is very important. You love and something, I think let it go. Very hard for people to make that jump. I know there's probably mm -hmm. people that just. Wait, wait, what? What did he say? He's comparing coming out to like yeah. being a traditionalist in hip hop. <laughs> but, dude, that that's super insightful. Like, think about what if you're along that way of thinking mm. of like this person should not be different because that's all you're saying, right? Yeah. If you're a rap fan, you live in in the rap world, you do hip hop things, and you're like, hip hop should only be this way. You're you're trying to control people at the maximum on, on a thing that should not ever be controlled. To me, that's a, the reason I can't get myself to ever do that is for one thing is to me, it's like a sin. It's like a it's blasphemy. You lose for your me to try to drive when yeah. you get controlled. Like, yeah. You see all these artists as soon as they get signed, you know, and a lot of them don't make it very far because they're being controlled now by a label. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they don't have their artists because the fire anymore. goes out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This you're gonna make this way. You're gonna do this thing, and, and that that same thing could happen if if you yeah. know people 
you know, allow that. You know, if you try to control it and say you have to make music like the golden area, which I love still. I love that music. Yes. It's amazing music, too, of its time. Right. Uh, um, and still people make it current today. with Make it really well. Yeah, yeah, and they do a yeah. great job at it. Um, but if you, if you keep bottlenecking and, and restricting, who wants to listen to the same thing mm. over and over? No offense, but. Pro- uh, well, I think progress, to me, progress excites me. That's that is my driving force is progress. I love progress, so I understand why I wouldn't want to hear that. But I also like I have friends who love oldies. Yeah, like they literally bump, they weren't even born, mm-hmm. but they love oldies. That's they dress like they're in the old. We went to a party the other day. Yeah. Remember where everybody's kind of and they were into it. Yeah, yeah, and they had pride for it and they loved it. I love that because to me they're just nerding out. Yeah. I understand the nerding out, but. If we're at the fucking next Avengers movie mm. and someone stands up and goes, that shade of Spider-Man is off and just starts socking people <laughs> for liking that shade of Spider-Man, we're in a lot, we're in a big trouble. Yeah. So why would that make sense to do that kind of stuff really in hip hop, in music? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, again, a conversation that will never end. Yeah. It will go on forever and that's fine. And But it, that is, I think it's I think it's awesome. And you, I can hear you carving out your sound. You know what I mean? It's obvious in your music that you're carving out a distinct sound and it's, I think that's very dope. You've worked with um, some of our good friends and it's, it's amazing to see. I met you at uh, I believe it was Concept's birthday party a few years ago. Yeah, now. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I remember meeting you there. And for some reason, I've never really lost contact with you over the over the last few years. And to see your growth and to where you're at right now, it's very dope. I described you when I first met you um, with the one phrase that I think is the only thing that's important is I told Arash, he seems like a really good dude. Mm. And that was like, to me, that, I, I hadn't even heard anything yet. Um and then I started to see. He also you, said you fart a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you weren't supposed to say that, man. Sorry. Yeah. Arash is practicing this honesty that. thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that it's uh, it's awesome to see your growth. It's awesome to see the moves you're making, um, and it's a testament to working hard. Uh, because I would say this, I I have to say this. I want people to understand this lesson because this is so important to me, especially the fact that you're on the show now. You know, you're on the show. We play your music on Proof of Life Radio, the Up on Fridays. You know, your stuff is getting played. Two Max Hologram Radio. Um, but when you first approached me to be on the show, you weren't ready. Yeah. You just weren't ready. There Not wasn't. And I've told people this so many times. Like, dude, just wait. Mm. Trust me. I want this show to help you. It's not going to help you if you don't have anything that you're building towards if you like you said you found your sound even more recently that's when it's time to tell everybody yeah. and and I can tell you dude I think it's amazing and it's an honor for me to tell everybody about you it's it's really dope because I just I like to see people just stay at it because you could have just been like ah oh, fuck it I mean which by the way was never your answer you were just like okay I'll wait for the next opportunity yeah. check in again I, I'll wait for the next opportunity and I think I do like every six months I yeah. was check in, you know I was just yeah. And, hey, and, how you doing? Dude, which, this is what you did for yourself, and this is major props to yourself, bro. You made it undeniable. It wasn't undeniable at the beginning. At the at the beginning, I'm like, well, this could go either deniable. way. We could put you on, but yeah. what if not? What if Nothing you know? Because I know, because I know that the 
the game just isn't played that way. It wasn't enough for you to just be good. You had to make the moves. Yeah. You had to get out of the studio and go do other stuff and, and learn how this works. Learn what you don't like, where you don't want to be. And it's uh, I think it's amazing. Like I said, it's major props to you. And for people listening who have who who've been in the same position. There's people right now that are in the same position you were two years ago, and they need to understand that all you win if you don't quit. Yeah, I needed those failing moments. Yeah, to be honest with you, within the past two years yeah. of, of just the or even longer. I, I don't even know how long it was. It was two years ago or something. Yeah, something like that. I um I definitely needed it because it, it's made me who I am, and now I can handle you know, a lot of things that I couldn't handle at that yeah. time. Um, I handled myself very well at yeah. the time because um, I knew as well that I, I wasn't, I wasn't there professionally yet mm -hmm. at the time as well. Yeah. Uh, I was with a group of people and we were all trying to communitively put in, but right. it's right. kind of like a, there's a well, difference. You got a name here. Right. This is what you are versus now it's a collective. We actually right. are working. We're putting in a lot of work and it speaks for itself. And that's kind of Absolutely. what my slogan has been now is that, you know, investment is number one. Uh, you have to invest in yourself. Yep. You can't give up on yourself. Yep. You have to know that everybody wants to give up on themselves. That you're not you're not the only one on the boat. Yeah. yeah. And, and number number three is just keep working. Yeah. Keep keep working. Work work as hard as you can. Put in as much time as you can. If if you have a 15 minute break at work, watch videos on something. Yes. You, know, you may not retain it right off the bat, but if you watch that video a couple yeah. times during the week, you'll start retaining information. It, and you'll start remembering remembering things. It's the old that age old thing we've always talked about is you are whatever you do the most. Yeah. Whatever you do the most in your life, that is what you are. That's what you're creating in your life. It's undeniable. Yeah. So uh, whatever your mind is going through, you know, like Arash, I mean, driving up here, Arash and I are having like a business meeting. He's talking to me about a bunch of stuff he's doing. He's moving the stuff. It's, it doesn't go away. It doesn't turn off. Yeah. You know, he'll be somewhere, special. you'll be somewhere grabbing a drink and then it pops up like, oh, here's what's happening on Burger Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, here's this. Oh, you do that? Oh, yeah. Like you this. don't go like, well, hey, I'm drinking right now. I don't fucking like <laughs> No. You know what I mean? This huge opportunities and probably even more so outgoing yeah. than yeah. drinking. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Look what I just did. <laughs> don't ask me math questions if I want to whip it though. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only Call thing Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call we'll Eddie. Be, we'll talk to be right Can I phone a friend, please? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a lifeline? <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for being yeah. on the show. And people yeah. have been hearing your music throughout this episode. So I know you guys know what's up already. Check out everything that Mad Strange is doing. Check out J Rolls. Do tell them how to get in touch with you online if they need to uh everything all my social media is at j rolls did it j-r-o-l-z-d-i-d-i-t yep. that's fantastic yeah and Good if marketing. people um if people want to approach you for music let them know the easiest and most appropriate way to do that because i don't want you to get a bunch of fucking emails of people like yo yo i'm next son <laughs> yo son, son. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh soundcloud honestly I'm, I'm a very active user on soundcloud more active than i feel like a large part of the community good but, uh soundcloud if you want to message me feel free um i am very busy with with engineering especially yeah. now more so than making beats mm. but i'm always making something i'm always yeah i'm always working on something so hit me up because i'm always down to listen to music too that's it so. i love listening to people's stuff and that's how it starts by the way that's how it starts don't be afraid to, yeah. to, to but also know that there's going to be criticism like there's going to yeah. be professional criticism coming back from yeah you, so by the way there's companies that pay people to come in and tell them what they're doing wrong and you're getting it for free you're getting it for free <laughs> you know what i mean as long as he doesn't call you a pussy after <laughs> <laughs> 
be happy with it. It's like some of the funny critics. Like, is this meant to not have any kicks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are some examples. Give us some more examples. He might give. There's nothing but snares in this song. Literally, <laughs> more cowbell, please. <laughs> more cowbell. Is this English? <laughs> this is actually in English. Did you just send me an instrumental from a Lady Gaga song? <laughs> <laughs> All possibilities, but stick at it. It's a dope thing, man. He's proof. Finally, it's really super dope to me to have someone to come through the show that is 100% proof of what we've been talking about the entire time. Dude, I, I expect a great year from you guys. Shout out to Deddy. Come. He needs to get on the show. Yeah, we've no, been chasing him for a minute. He was actually trying um, to make it by today. Yeah. Uh, but he ended up having like a doctor's appointment or something. Fucking Desi. Health, yeah. yeah. Typical excuse. Typical. Yeah. He's always at the doctor. So <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much, yeah, you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. You may now flush the toilet. Yeah.